Hey guys, it's G. Welcome back to another episode of the Free Your Mind podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about a given, I feel like. Something our everyone knows, but is like, mm, can I give this up? Can I not? I want to see if I can do it. Or you're just like, I'm never doing that. I'm never giving it up. I'm never, I can't even like come close to thinking I can do that. Or... There's three options you can be. You're unsure, you're definitely not doing it, or you're like, girl, I've been off social media for a minute, like, and I'll never go back. So today we're going to be talking about the negative effects of social media, and I have actually a scholarly article pulled up to reference to along with my um, thoughts, opinions, because I want to be factual, because this shit is true. So it's called A Study on Positive and Negative Effects of Social Media on Society by W. Akram and R. Kumar. Okay, I don't, I hope I didn't um, pronounce those names wrong. If I did, I apologize, but I think I did good. So basically, I want to start off with my experience with social media when, like, you know, I deep dove into the world of social media. And I want to say that happened fairly young, like extremely young. Um, I remember being like five or six. This is like what? Like if I was five, it was like it was either 2000, end of 2006, beginning of 2007. Yeah. So around that time, I think that's when MySpace came out or Facebook. I don't know. I think it was MySpace. No, I need my facts straight. When did MySpace come out? When did MySpace... If you guys know that, then like... Oh, it came out in 03? Shit. Okay. Okay. So, anyways. So, it came out in 2003, but I remember since I was like five years old, like my mom... I don't know if my mom actually had MySpace. She probably did. But I'm talking about, like, people that were, like, older in my life, like, they were obsessed with MySpace. And on MySpace, like, you had to, like, do, like, all, like, you had to customize your page. You had to do all this shit to it, right? And I remember my older cousin Ashley used to be obsessed with her MySpace and her Twitter when that came out. I don't know when Twitter came out. But she was obsessed with it. And I remember being, like so like not interested because like I was a kid I didn't know what was going on or nor did I care because I was not in that point in my life yet but I like I'm serious like I still like paid attention to it like I was still like oh like that's a thing you know like that's not some like you know like people actually care about this and I'm not saying it's like a bad thing if you care about it but it's something like people prioritize prioritize So my, so I feel like that's like my first few memories with social media in in general, like, and that's like the spark, like the beginning, like let there be light moment, you know, when, when MySpace came out and there's definitely something before, but 
I'm not sure. I think there's something before. I, I could be wrong. Or MySpace was the first one in my book. I think it was. But I remember being, like, exposed to all this different stuff growing up. Like, when Instagram came out, I was in fifth grade. And it was, like, very new. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, should I, should I, like... Should I get on? I was like, what, 11, 10 years old, and I definitely can't be on Instagram now at that point. Like, don't you have to be like 13? Okay, but I was like one of the, like, had to be one of the first few <laughs> users or something, but I hopped on it and I was like absolutely obsessed with it. I would post whatever, post funny content, like screenshots of like other people's stuff or like memes or like stuff like that I randomly took a picture of. I don't think I ever posted any pictures of myself though. And that's very interesting because the culture on Instagram was like when it first came out was like post random stuff or post this. And then I don't know when it turned though to starting to take pictures of yourself and like selfies and like actual pictures where you're trying, like you're putting a production effort to some degree on. I don't know when that happened. I want to say that happened in like middle school where it started getting a little serious. Because I remember seeing this girl who's like famous in Montgomery County. She wasn't famous, but like everyone knew her. And like... She had so many followers on Instagram, and I remember being like, she really takes her Instagram seriously. But, like, to a degree where, like, she, like, poses for pictures with her friends, or she's going places, and she's taking pictures. And I was like, oh, that's, like, so interesting. But this is, like, along the line, like, down the line. Like, this wasn't when I first got Instagram. But I remember feeling like that, like, oh, like, I don't take my Instagram that seriously like that. And I think when I started taking my Instagram seriously is when I deleted my Instagram that I had when I started Instagram, which was like from fifth grade to like seventh grade. I think I had the same Instagram and I deleted it for like all of seventh grade. Like I didn't have Instagram and I was like chill with it. It was whatever. It wasn't as addicting at the time, I feel like. So this is probably like 2014, 2015-ish times. And then eighth grade came around and I was just like, I'm about to go to high school, like the summer going into eighth grade. I was like, I'm about to go to high school. Like I need to hop on, redo it, start over. And I definitely did. Like, I think it was mid eighth grade or beginning eighth grade. I don't remember. No, was it the summer? I'm clearly getting old because I can't recall, but I started taking Instagram very seriously and I like refused to post things that like I wasn't fully proud of or like liked how I looked in them and when I tell you I was so hard on myself like no wonder I had mental health issues because I was trying to attain something that shouldn't have even been a thing that I wanted to attain you know like it it was it's not unattainable because people attain it I've attained my image that I want to have on Instagram but at the time like I was making it like life or death you know like I was like I'm gonna be a no like you know I was prioritizing it way over my own well-being make sure I was prioritizing it over 
did I drink enough water today? Did I meditate? Did I do that? Obviously, I didn't do any of that in that time. So, obviously, I took it super seriously, way more than I should. And I think it got worse as I got into high school. I think I just really, like, had this image I wanted to uphold and this body image. Like, I don't think, I think Instagram's the reason why I developed body dysmorphia, if I want to be real, because there was this, tr- not, it wasn't a trend. Actually, a lot of people, well, a lot of people my age or famous people, like, we edit our pictures, like, our body pictures. I don't do this anymore. I actually stopped doing this maybe, like, two years ago, but um, it's 2021, I definitely did in 2019. So, in since 2020, the beginning of 2020, I did not, so that's amazing. I would just whiten my teeth, and I can religiously tell you that's all I would do, or, like, fix something in the background. Oh, see, even, like, that like, why do I care what's in the background? Like, the picture's not good enough. Like, I would either fix something, like, in the background, or if my hair has too many flyaways, like, I still would do that last year. I don't do that anymore. I just won't post the picture, or I don't care to post. Like, I rarely post. But, um, yeah. So, let me backtrack. So, I would, like, religiously edit my pictures. I would smooth out my skin, one, because I was ashamed of my acne, Two, I would um, whiten my teeth because I hated how yellow they were or yellow in general, like the color. I would brush my teeth, I swear, but (laughs) they were just yellow. So I would whiten them like crazy. And then I would also like edit my body. And I feel like I would see how my body would look in these pictures after I edited them. And I'd be like, oh my God, like, and that's actually crazy I'm admitting that I'm, I edited my body because I would hardcore deny it. I'd be like, no, no, no. But doesn't anyone, like, I feel like people who, like, genuinely own up to it, like, props to you. I did not, like, from, like, uh, when did I start? I want to say, like, freshman year I started doing that. So, and I stopped, what, my junior year? Yeah. Yeah, junior, senior year. Yeah, first half of senior year, I still did it. So, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I definitely had a lot of confidence issues and body image issues. I think it just stems from me being insecure and also comparing myself to other people on social media, on Instagram, upholding the image I have already created for myself, making sure people know the way I look is consistent or the way it should be. I don't know. I I don't know why I was so obsessed with that. Like looking back, like I was perfect either way. Like like if I really looked like that or if I didn't, I was perfect just the way I was and I didn't realize that till right now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. So definitely a negative is that it distorts your body image. Like I had no fucking idea what my body looked like at all. Like my body image was so like, it was like, I don't know. It was like this estranged entity that wasn't something I like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, I, you get what I mean. Like, I just didn't, 
really resonate that it was ruining my like I was ruining my confidence even more by doing that so it was something that was like a taboo subject you know I don't know it was weird but that's something definitely like I think has really affected me and a lot of people um not just girls but um boys too I don't know if they're editing their bodies I I don't know but um Obviously, some guys have confidence issues, too. They're not going to post something if they don't think they look good or if their body isn't looking a certain way or I don't know. I'm not speaking for all guys. I just know that some guys feel like that, too. But I don't know. I feel like just the whole concept of, like, Instagram models and, like, being, like, having this image to, like, attain to, like... It's just unrealistic, and I feel like it ruins a lot for people, a lot of kids, too. So I recently got a job. Crazy that I can say that. I mean, it's it's probably like, Gina, it's a fucking job, what? But, like, it's, it's just weird. <laughs> but I have a job, so um, I was literally sitting. This brings me to my next point, by the way. I was just not sitting, I was ringing this mom and daughter out at my job, and um, at the cashier, obviously I'm a cashier, and literally everything that the girl bought, the little girl, she was, I don't, I don't know how old she is, she was like 11, 12, like very young, probably very early middle school, fifth, sixth grade, I don't know, extremely young, Every single product that little girl made her mom buy was something that a famous person had and it was she was literally like okay I don't want to say this little girl was annoying because she was not at all like she was being a girl a little girl in today's generation but she was literally like super hyper and she she was giving me like this quirky like wannabe emma chamberlain vibe like i don't know how to, i'm not judging her like i'm not i'm not trying to say like it was annoying or anything but she was acting like a certain way like that i know kids in that generation act like like my brother acts the same way sometimes like it just comes out like they're just trying to be quirky they're trying to get laughs out of people they're trying to get seem relatable but I feel like they're not being themselves do you know what I mean like that's how I felt like she was acting right and just because like probably because I'm like young and she just wanted me to think that I was cool her she was cool or something if that was not the case and that's how she is then dang but I'm reading the situation wrong but that's just what I'm coming across because when I talk to her about something she brought up she was like oh really and I was like yeah like don't waste your money on that or don't waste your mom's money on that because I was being genuine okay so she was literally like freaking out about Florence by Mills right and Instagram is a place in general social media is a place if you don't know what Florence by Mills is it's a I think skincare or makeup brand that's like ran by or like Millie Bobby Brown's the face of it, and she's the girl from Stranger Things 11. And I'm not shaming the company or anything, but I've just literally heard that the quality and products are just not that good, and that it's just targeted for her generation, correct? Exactly. Or her age group, 
exactly. So, um, like, she was freaking out about that stuff. And then she was saying, like, what was another thing? It was just, like, another item, like, that I saw, like, she wanted because of TikTok. And she was talking about it. And I was just, like... I feel like I sound like this sometimes, and I was, I'm, and it was like irking me, but it was more because like I was projecting stuff that I felt as a kid and that I would like do onto her, and I was just like, damn, like, was that me? Like, was I that consumed by everything that I saw on social media, like the marketing, like those tactics that these companies use that they're pulling me in, like is that what I seemed like growing up? And that has to be it because things I liked, things I was interested in, things I thought was cool, all stemmed from social media, social media. In middle school, the thing for me was Instagram, Vine, Snapchat. Those were the three that I was like, this is end all be all. And I was one of those like weird, not weird kids. Like I was just like, I thought I was not better than everyone else. I thought I was more... I thought it was more indie. I thought I had some edge to me. So I was like, I love Tumblr. So I had a Tumblr. And if you know anything about Tumblr, Tumblr was the most toxic place in the entire world. It was so toxic. Literally someone who's battling through anxiety, depression, body image issues, Tumblr was the last place I needed to be. And that is exactly where I was. And just having that, like that, it's just like, just seeing this little girl, like have her spend her, like have this little girl spend like her mom's money on these products that are pointless. And she's probably only getting them because who is behind them? She's literally like, she's really like, Okay, so this is what I told her not to buy. She was like, I'm so excited to come back. I need to try Kylie's skin, like, so much. And, like, so badly. Oh, my God, English. She was like, I need to try it so badly. And I was like, I was like, hey, girl, like, it's not good. It's not worth it. Like, don't do not do that to your skin. And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, just, I can, you can come back and I can tell you some good things to try. But do not try that. It's a waste of money. And I'm only saying that not because I'm trying to buzzkill her party and be like, Kylie's skin sucks. No, it's just because I'm really interested in skincare. And I don't want this little girl to spend her mom or her money on a brand that's not going to help her. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like she only wants Kylie's skin because it's Kylie Jenner's skin line. Like it cuz it's it's not cuz Kylie skin is some innovative like groundbreaking thing. Like she's she's not saying that. She's 11 or 12. She's saying that because she sees it on Instagram. She sees Stormy with Kylie. She wants that image. She wants to be Stormy. Hell, I want to be Stormy, but who doesn't? Actually right now Probably no one wants to be stormy. But in general, I'm saying, like, come on. So I was just literally, like, in awe. I was like, wow, like, this is, like, my generation. This is what it seems like. This is crazy. Like, and then today, me and Bren were talking about, like, how, like, the music nowadays are just, it's just so, like, targeted to corrupt little kids, like, when you think about it, like, it, I don't even know how to describe it, like, literally, like, I don't mean to sound like I'm 80 years old, or, like, I don't know, like, I'm not down with the kids, like, you know what I mean, 
Like, but just really listen to the music that we grew up on. So listen to Kelly Clarkson, listen to Taylor Swift, listen to Avril Lavigne, listen to freaking Paramore. I mean, who are some guys? Bruno Mars. Who else was on the radio? Um, I don't know, like anyone from that time, like B.O.B., listen to freaking, um, I don't know, literally me naming anything off my playlist, like Justin, I don't want to say basic, like Justin Bieber, freaking One Direction, like listen to those, that kind of music, okay, like anything like that, Miley Cyrus, freaking Big Time Rush, Jesse McCartney, Jonas Brothers, any of those songs that were targeted for a younger audience, listen to any of those songs. They are not horrible, like, in the aspect of they're talking about sex, drugs, partying, literally wanting to do anything but learn and do something with your life. I don't know. Like, none of them are like that. Like, tell me, Hey There Delilah was our anthem growing up. I can speak for myself only here. I love that song, and I bet you in Maroon 5, like, literally songs like that. Nowadays, kids are obsessed with freaking... What are they obsessed with? I know they're obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo, and I have nothing against Olivia Rodrigo. I'm a big fan, actually. Really big fan. But one thing I can say about Olivia Rodrigo is that her music is very sad. Like, extremely sad. Like, and you're gonna have, like, a 12-year-old kid talking about heartbreak when they've never experienced it, and they're just bringing their vibration, their vibes. It's all down because that's what's trendy. That's what's in. That's what they're being thrown in their face on social media. So they're obviously going to gravitate that. Like, think about all the music. Like, you want your little brothers and sisters listening to Kate Leroy? Like, are you serious? Lil Nas X? Have y'all seen those videos? Like... I'm not trying to be a buzzkill. I'm not saying they're not innovative. I'm not saying that they can't be in touch with who they are. Not that at all. I'm just saying that I don't want my 10-year-old little brother listening to that kind of music. Where's the little bubblegum pop or music about actually trying to do something with your life? Where's that at? I don't know. Like, I just feel like that vibe, like... It's not there. Like I and the music that you hear on the radio is not the good music that's actually out there nowadays. Like any music, you're not going to hear that on the radio and you're not going to ha- and your siblings are not going to hear that unless you show it to them. Like they're not. And it's just cuz and it sucks because your siblings are probably not going to wa- or whoever you care about that's young in this generation that's after Gen Z. Like they're not going to care about your music why because they're in their own world they're their own people they're growing up and they have their own trends their own influences all that shit just like we did so it's like we weren't about to listen to anyone older than us unless like we had no other choice but at the same time we didn't because we didn't grow up in front of a screen we didn't grow up in front of scrolling on tiktok religiously we didn't grow up wanting to snapchat all our friends we didn't we did that when we were already like grown like we did that when we were teenagers I remember being obsessed with snapchat in middle school late middle school like eighth grade seventh eighth grade and I was already like a teenager I was in six to ten years old I was not developed I was like not fully developed but I was already past that really 
out like like easily influenced stage that everything happens like do you know what I mean like I just feel so bad and like heartbroken for them I was scrolling through Instagram coincidentally for this episode like looking at anything to see if anyone has like you know just like going through like I follow a lot of like spiritual and like you can do this accounts self-affirmation accounts you know and I was just looking to see if they had anything about social media. And I follow Bella Hadid. I think she's a very amazing model. Like, I think she's so pretty, and I love her vibe. And I just, she likes butterflies, and I like butterflies too. So I follow her. But, oh, did she delete it? Oh, my God, you're kidding. She, oh, no, she didn't. Okay, bet. It's <laughs> so bad. Okay. So... She posted a quote from Willow Smith. I don't know what this quote was from. It's from a video, I believe, but Willow's in it, right? And she literally, Willow says this, and I was like, yes. (laughs) That feeling of thinking that you're good enough or being insecure about your art is natural. But at the same time, I feel like it's taught. All humans are different. Every single human has something so special and unique to offer. And people forget that everyone is basically feeling the same way. Lost, confused, not really sure why they are here. That anxiety, like everyone is feeling that and trying to cover it up in some way. We're going to come together in our flaws, in our insecurities, in our joy, in our happiness and accept it all as beautiful and natural. See, I heard that, and I was like, wow, that was amazing, very profound. But let's deep dive into where she says that insecurity, being insecure of who you are, insecure of your art, what you do, feeling that you, or vice versa, you feel that you're good enough, you feel like that. That's all taught. Like, that is all taught. That is not something we're born knowing. That's not something we're born feeling. Both of those feelings, very different, complete opposites. They are both taught. If you're like, if you're constantly growing up in a place where being compared to a bunch of people on a feed and thinking you are not good enough, and you're getting that at home too, obvious. And that's probably why social media was created. And social media is a thing because we know people aren't. Not everyone is thinking has the confidence or has the security, like. Everyone's learning, and I'm not saying, like, fuck everyone because of that, but it's easy. People are more easily influenced by other things if they're insecure, and that's facts. Like, you can't argue with me on that. But, okay, so anyways, back to my point. Like, it's taught. So, obviously, if you're seeing all this stuff in a feed, on a feed... You're saying how she has a thigh gap, how she has this, how she has perfect hair, perfect body, smooth skin, all this stuff, and you're comparing it to yourself, and you're not appreciating it yourself for who you are, and how you're growing, and how you're changing, and how you know that you're not going to always look like the way you look right now, or you're not in your best. Like, you're seeing that, and you're comparing yourself to that, because that's what you're being taught to do. Yourself training yourself to that. You're forming an agreement that you are less than whatever you see. 
And that is completely not true. And that's definitely why freaking social media is actually trash. <sighs> See, I say all this stuff and I have it. I'm not saying that with this episode, I'm going to convince you to delete all your stuff. If it does, then wow, like, cool, like, go off. But that's not my goal here. My goal is just to explain the negative aspects and give you a new, fresh perspective. So maybe if you are going to continue using it, you don't succumb to the comparison you don't succumb to the hatred you don't succumb to any negative feelings while you're there like maybe you just have instagram because you want to see all your friends post stuff because they're away at college or you moved away and you want to see all your old friends from the old place you used to live completely understandable but what comes with that is comparison and sometimes the end does don't English. Sometimes the ends don't justify the means. And it's just not worth it. Like, I'm sitting here thinking it's just not worth it. But from a business perspective, social media is the place to be to market what you need to do. That's why I have an Instagram for the podcast. That's why I have an Instagram for my photography. That's why I have an Instagram for myself. Sure, everyone says being an influencer and doing that stuff. I'm not saying I want to be an influencer. Not what I'm saying at all. Not what I'm saying at all. But sure, some people say they don't want to be an influencer. They don't want to be that. But you're lying to me if you think that posting a story on your Instagram about what you're drinking for coffee in the morning, that's going to get like 50 million views. And you're going to get paid for that. Like, you're not telling me that that's something way easier to do than going to work a nine-to-five job, making a fraction of what you'd make for that one story. Yeah, that's definitely not what you're telling me if we're talking about money here. If we're talking about self-actualization and all that stuff, that's a different conversation. But if we're talking about money... You're definitely telling me that you're definitely lying to me if you wouldn't rather post something and be an influencer and just pop off like that. You're lying to me. But I'm saying I try with my Instagram because it's something I like. I'm saying I try posing cute pictures or I'm trying to stop though. Like one of my latest posts is like uh, a little inner child moment post for my birthday because I've always hated my birthday and I think I talked about this on the podcast and it was something that really helped me like with my confidence in who I am now with if I, who I, like, okay, English. I always say that when I stutter or something. Um, it's more about I posted that so I could have more confidence and be more sure of who I am. So the kid inner child in me will be able to, like, look up to me or something. I don't know. Like... The real reason is, like, if my inner child was a real person and outside in this real world right now, I would want to be the person they look up to the most. Do you know what I mean? Like, if scratch me having a sibling, if myself as a child was my little sibling or whatever, 
I'd want them to be so proud of me. So be like, so it was kind of just a me thing for that. Like, I don't know why it took forever for me to explain that. But it was just a me thing, okay? And I feel like it made me really happy. And I feel like if I make Instagram more of a me thing and a more of a serious, oh, I'm going to pose for this, I'm going to do that, it will make me... I, it'll make it a more welcoming place for me, myself. Like, I'm I'm creating its own environment in a way for myself. I'm not saying everyone else, but I'm saying for myself. Like, I already turned off the like count for my pictures and seeing everyone else's likes, and I can already tell that has helped. Like, I've had that probably for over six months now or since ever, whenever you could do that. And my confidence... And anything else that has to do with that has increased immensely. I just think I was consumed by the numbers. And if a certain amount of people, if my picture reached a certain amount of likes, I was like, oh, like, I'm liked. People like me. I'm cool. But, like, am I, though? Like, if I get, like, 700 likes, like, am I really that cool? No, people just like how I look, <laughs> like or like what I'm posting. Like they don't know who I am. They don't know my deepest, darkest secrets. They don't know the best things that ever happened to me in my life. And I feel like basing our value on that is so toxic, so toxic. And it's just like adding another factor to our declining mental health as a society. And it's just pointless. I'm not saying I'm about to go delete all my social media, but there are days that I want to because I just don't need it. Like, I, I'm sitting back here on in a little corner in my basement recording this podcast, and I'm just thinking, like, why really do I have Snapchat still? Why really do I have TikTok, Instagram, all this stuff? I already deleted Twitter. I still have the account, but I don't go on it at all. I deleted, like, the app. I should probably delete the account because I don't even use it. Um, I should delete Tumblr, too. Oh, my God, Tumblr was such a toxic place. There's my ADHD, but, yeah. It was. Oh, my God. Okay. So I'm getting, lo- I'm getting sidetracked, very sidetracked, but that's pretty much all I have. I didn't really have concrete points I just wanted to talk in a general consensus of what the negative effects um but yes the scholarly article does say stuff about distorted body image and then there actually there's this thing called cyber harass oh cyberbullying duh why did what they should have said cyberbullying in this article okay but obviously, cyberbullying is a very bad thing, and you should not do it. If you go out of your way to leave a hate comment, like, bro, you that's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Anyways, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, like, if I were to do that, I'd be very upset with myself. So I speak for myself, not really anything else. But, yeah, there's just a lot of other shitty things that come with it there's a lot of gray areas with social media like I learned in business class actually like marketing like this is actually a huge thing so the marketing that's done with social media like it's so bad like the metrics like Instagram sells our information to companies 
like big companies. So those companies know how to target their advertisements towards us. I feel like everyone knows that already. But also, they also target like their base target customer base. So they formulate the things they create for us and they create them for us so they expect us to keep consuming and buying more and they're trying to make the customer customer experience better because of the pandemic it's just crazy there's so many factors like i don't know it just makes me want to go go off the grid really and i haven't even watched um the social dilemma or what that that documentary that everyone was like walking like watching about um social media i i never got around to it but i think i might after filming this but I feel like it'd really make me want to delete everything. Might as well. All right, I'm going to watch it, and if I delete everything, you know why. But definitely we'll keep this podcast Instagram for sure. But I know I went on a tangent, bunch of rambles. There was no clear basis. I was just speaking off the top of my head. I've been very busy. But it was really nice to get back and do this podcast. I feel like there's more I could say and more I could dissect, but I think I'm gonna I'm I've had enough. I think you guys did too. <laughs> but um, yeah. If you let me know if you guys um want me to get someone on this topic because I feel like this can go, this conversation can go on for hours. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening and for getting through this super unorganized and tangent-y episode. I appreciate it, and I'm grateful for, to have you back on this Wednesday. Um, so don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Oh my god, so hypocritical. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, well me, or my account with, at the... F- FYM podcast. Yes. Okay. But yeah, don't forget to do that so you can keep you can get updates. I'm literally struggling right now. You can get updates on when we post, what's up and stuff like that. Um yeah, like I said, thanks again for listening and I really appreciate you guys. You have no idea. I love you all. Um yeah, that's it for this episode. Have a good one.